0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Fudge and Meat. I am Anastasia, and I'm Meat. And I am Lily, and I am Fudge.
1: It's a little upsetting that our first Real Talk of Baseball on this podcast is discussing some very sad uh, news, but this morning I was very deeply saddened to learn about the tragic passing of Henry Aaron, uh, better known as Hank Aaron, or Hammering Hank, and Hank Aaron was just an absolute legend in baseball as a whole. One of the best to ever play the game, one of the best offensive players, as we know with the Hank Aaron Award. But he was a legend on and off the field for breaking barriers with racism and poverty and spent a wonderful career with the Milwaukee Braves. And he's always going to be remembered in Milwaukee as an absolute legend. And we're just very saddened to hear uh, about his death and may he rest in peace. And may he always just be remembered for the wonderful guy he was and the insanely incredible player he is and had been. Um, so I just want to do a quick announcement about that.
0: And on an unfortunate, on an unfortunate similar note uh, for the Packers, the old GM, Ted Thompson... Um, who was the gm when Aaron Rodgers was drafted and also built the Super Bowl XLV team which won in 2011 also passed Ted Thompson is legendary for the Packers and rest in peace to him as well he will always be remembered
1: mm-hmm. definitely i was very shocked to hear about Ted Thompson's passing so definitely a sad week within the Wisconsin sports community but i know
0: they'll both Keep be in your minds Um, But now that we have talked about that, uh, we're gonna Mm -hmm. move into something a little more lighthearted, and we're gonna be talking about the playoff picture. Packers versus the Buccaneers. Aaron Rodgers once again to Tom Brady. Lily, what are your thoughts?
1: I mean, in a way, this is, I think, kind of been a dream matchup. I know I was personally really excited just with the prospect that either we were going to be playing against Drew Brees or Tom Brady. Of course, a little part of me was more scared to play the Saints and to face Brees. But I think I would have loved to see that matchup cuz I really respect Drew Brees as a player. But instead we are seeing Tom Brady and you know, I mean, I can't kiss her <laughs> himself kisses his children. I I can't say that I don't respect him because he has obviously put together an un, unreal resume. Um, yeah that's what
0: i was gonna say his resume is impressive but do we have a prejudiced probably biased unlike towards this man absolutely i think part of it is that we have a quarterback like aaron Rodgers who receives a lot of hate for no reason even though we Mm -hmm. would probably refer to him as the goat and so i think we gotta put our hate somewhere so who's the next goat in line tom brady (laughs) sorry tom you get our hate um but what's going to be really interesting is that we played Tom Brady in week six, and yep. it was a complete blowout game. We lost, and that was a crushing loss for us, and that's what makes me a little fearful to face them again, because when I what I've seen from the Packers is when we lose to a team once, I've mentioned this before, I think Aaron Rodgers is a very emotional player, mm-hmm. and so I think he puts a lot of pressure on himself for these games. If you think about last season— we lost to the 49ers in the regular season, and in this exact same game, the semifinals to the Super Bowl, we lost to them again. Um, So I will admit, I am definitely very nervous about this matchup, but luckily for us, it is home field advantage. And even Mm -hmm. though Tom Brady has played in the snow, I don't think many of the other Tampa Bay Buccaneers are familiar with the frozen tundra. So hopefully that will give us a bit of an edge.
1: Well, and this is something we talked about, I Lambeau Field with fans is completely different. And of course, there have been a small number of fans um, in games throughout the season. But the past game, it sounded like a normal crowd. It really did, which I could not believe that it sounded like Lambeau had been brought back to life. And we barely even had, I think, like a 10th of the capacity. Like, I believe it was 8,456 fans were in attendance. But it really sounded like it was a full house. It was really incredible. And I think the Packers will have not only just home field advantage and being having more comfort with playing on you know, they're extremely familiar with that's their home, but having a ton of fans there cheering you on. I think that makes a huge difference, and I think could be
0: think you know a slight difference. P- um, oh yeah, Lambo is only letting in select fans. I'm guessing it's probably people who have season tickets who are being allowed mm-hmm. in because they're still social distancing. So we're gonna see a lot of Packer fans there. are great for two reasons. One, they're going to cheer on our team. And secondly, Tom Brady has had a great career with the Buccaneers after leaving the Patriots, but he has not played in, um, he probably hasn't seen many full stadiums this season. So it will be a different environment for him, not only the weather, but also the fans there, like you said. Um, so I'm hoping these factors give us a little bit of an advantage. Um, now... We've I mean, also
1: just been... ooh! <laughs> we've been a red-hot team, and I think we've been a very different team since that loss. I think one of the things that I noticed the most during that game, and in sort of the... like, aftershocks of realizing how much we'd buy in that game that was 8 to 10, Like you already said, was a complete uh, Never got our act together. Nobody seemed to be really with it on our offense, not on our defense. Aaron Rodgers wasn't in a good headspace. And I think it's one of those things that I'm kind of expecting us to be coming in differently just because past, what, four, five, a really different team where we just seem a little bit polished and put together and of course like we're missing David Bakhtiari will be that's just a terrible loss for the season but Jenkins has really been proving
0: himself and
1: he's it just seems like player, so... in my
0: opinion I think he's oh, really yeah, stepping up and filling the role really really well which is hard to do when you're in the shoes of a guy like Bakhtiari <laughs> I would hate to have to try to follow up with him but
1: I just think with, like we've been dealing with these hardships and bouncing back from them so I'm hoping that in a way that we can really contribution that week six loss and manage to show what HIPAA pack we are and have been. I think the Rams really kind of prove that point that exactly, there's a lot left in our tank.
0: Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about the Rams game. That game was a really impressive game. I loved watching it because to me it proved that the Packers, in my opinion, could be a Super Bowl team. There were so many things going on um there is for example a matchup between Devonte adams and jalen ramsey and mm-hmm. it, it, we had some attention drawn to it as well i mean before the game jalen said some words to Devonte, um but luckily in that matchup it was pretty close but Devonte definitely had the edge and succeeded um as he always does i mean it's Devonte. Mm-hmm. if i'm being honest if i had to go ahead and harass anyone on the packers i don't think i would go for Devonte first
1: i think that's one of the last
0: i think that's just I lining yourself up for embarrassment
1: i mean Devonte snapped back too um i know they had a little bit of like a scuffle i think it was at the start of the game mm-hmm. and i wouldn't want to challenge i, I know he did Devonte to i it wasn't one of his best games of the season but he still had a touchdown. I think he had 66 yards. Devonte yard like Adams.
0: I mean, yeah. I especially because Jalen Ramsey is really talented, we've talked about this before, that Aaron has a lot of faith in the rest of the guys on the team. And so I think when he noticed that Devontae might have been struggling with the Jalen Ramsey situation, it was easy for Rodgers to make a quick decision and start using other players on the field. Um, for example, I would love to talk about Alan Lazard. That's Alan Lazard has the game. I love watching him play, especially because um he's a newer star on this team he's definitely Mm -hmm. newer he had 96 yards and a touchdown and that touchdown helped us put the game away you know it, it was a winner and it was really funny because um I don't know if you've heard this but did you hear the little anecdote about what happened on the line of scrimmage before Alan Lazard's touchdown I did not tell me about it it's very cute um, okay. so apparently Aaron Rodgers rock walked right up to the line of scrimmage and he saw that the linebackers cheating up. So what he did is right at the line of scrimmage. He looked at the defense, yelled Allen and then shrugged his head and nodded downfield and Allen got the signal <laughs> and just went for it, which is hilarious to me. Um, but I, I think that's, first of all, it's, it's so funny that that just happened. Like Allen yeah. go. Um, <laughs> But also what I love about it is it shows that both of these guys are able to act quick on their feet, right? Rodgers mm-hmm. looked. He saw the defense was not doing what needed to be done. He saw that there was some issues, and he noticed that Allen's the guy for this. He can get downfield. He can cut like that, and that's what needed to happen. And it's what did happen.
1: I mean, we're probably going to sound like a broke, but season, <laughs> Rodgers saw something in Lazard. He saw something in Allen that he knew that they would be that that could be one of his number one matchups. That could be number one of his number one guys to throw to. And he saw something in him, and he saw that connection. And I think ever since we've been used to Lazard, that's been clear. It's clear that Rodgers has a lot of trust in him. And... I mean, that little anecdote there just really show goes to show that, that Roger sees that He
0: could yell his name and knew that he was, you know, just nod his head downfield and he knew Allen would get the message and do exactly what he needed. That communication is incredible. And I think Aaron Rodgers overall is a great judge of character know who he's going to work with. I mean, Robert Tunyon came out with an article that he himself wrote for Green Bay and talked about right off the bat, Aaron Rodgers said, let's get some touchdowns, let's play some ball. And Tunyon admitted in the beginning he wasn't playing as well as he thought he would. Bakhtiari scolded him about it, said he got to <laughs> be better. But Rodgers saw something in Tunyon, and here we are, Tunyon having one of the best tight end seasons in Packers history. So, himself is a special guy, but I really think that he's got an eye for picking out which guys on offense um, are going to grow into really valuable players.
1: You know, we're talking about the most valuable player, and we know how good he is. But it's true. I think he can see a lot of value and a lot of talent. And he has a knack for that. A knack for being able to find guys that he's going to be able to make a connection with. And is able to see the potential that these players have. And I think that's just really impressive. And if you are a Packers fan and you have not read Tunyon's article, please do your favor. It's honestly beautiful. It's moving. It was really great to see him put his heart heart out on the line there and talk about
0: what it means to be a Packer. So if you haven't, please read it by all means. Well, personally for me, it was really adorable because my mom, I posted the article on my story, and so my mom read it, and she called me, and she was like, about that article. And she read it, and her only response was, it has only made me love Green Bay even more than I already did. So if you are a Packers fan and you're sentimental, I think Tunyon had... A great piece, and honestly, it'll just make you love the team.
1: I think sometimes I take for granted what it means to grow up here with that, with the Packers being my team. And that article really made me sit back and realize how special it is to, to be a fan in this organization and a home a
0: homegrown fan within this mm-hmm. organization. But let's continue with the Rams game. Other things that went well mm-hmm. besides Lazard. So Aaron Jones, he had a day. Actually, running, just in general, popped off. You said Devonte, <laughs> <laughs> Devonte was struggling a little, and Aaron Rodgers made use of the rest of his team.
1: We absolutely dominated at the line of scrimmage. Uh, for rushing, we went had a hundred and eighty-eight yard day. Uh, Aaron Jones ran for nine yards on fourteen carries and had oh one God. touchdown. So, I don't know. Watching the game, that was just clear. Right, I think a lot of our games were. We've done so-so with rushing. We'll usually get like three yards and then that kind of just slowly carries us. We were getting some big carries distantly throughout the game. It was one of those things that you immediately kind of knew, okay, we're we're having a good rushing day. And I think we almost always have a good passing day. I'm going to knock on wood and try to not jinx it. (laughs) But I think when we can kind of get our together and really kill it, at the line of scrimmage, that kind of changes the pace
0: for us. It definitely changes the pace. Um... One thing that I found that was absolutely incredible was, even though it happens, uh, maybe maybe only sort of frequently, I was very pleased to see that Aaron Rodgers was not sacked. Now I'm gonna get to this later when I'm talking about my expectations for the Bucks game. I've said this a million times, Aaron Rodgers loves to take his time and dance around in the pocket before he gets rid of the ball. That time is crucial. I mean, that's why he's so amazing and makes these incredible passes. But also, I think I think he's got to work on quicker releases. And mm-hmm. luckily for us, our O-line held up and Rodgers was not sacked once. In fact, he actually scrambled and scored a touchdown himself. There's nothing more than I love than a quarterback touchdown, especially with a guy like Rodgers. It shows that he's still athletic, still quick, and can still play the game. Um, so he was well, he was on fire. And one of my favorite things about touchdown, and I thought it was just a super cool
1: fun fact, um, was that this marked the first touchdown by a quarterback in a game at Lambeau Field since Bart Starr's winning Sneak in the Ice Bowl in 67. So, a very memorable game by very legendary quarterback. I thought that was just a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, no, I I was actually shocked that we didn't have a turnover and didn't have a sack
0: oh, on the day. because same Two beautiful things that I would love to see on Sunday. Well, we've been...
1: So, no, personally, those are the things that you just need to see. And I know our, our offensive line has been good, but we were really worried about that with the Rams, because their defense is absolutely the best in the league, and has recently ranked – and I was honestly very worried about this, and I had been worried coming in that they were – this would be – I knew it a close matchup. That's what I just kept thinking, and I kept thinking that it was probably going to be a low-scoring game. So – I was thoroughly shocked and I'm just hoping that we can kind of see a lot of these trends continue both, honestly, just across the board. I want to see us continue to start out fast in our offense and just score right off the bat. I need to see us get top Rogers um in the pocket and just to see our defense pop off the way it did.
0: Exactly. And I think this leads right into the next thing I wanted to talk about, which is, you know, what do we need to see in order to win against the Bucks? And I think you've made some very important points. Um, I think our defense, the Packers' defense is definitely one of the best in the league. We've got Jair Alexander, crazy. We've mm-hmm. got Zedaria Smith, crazy. You know, we've got these incredible guys on our team. And so I don't think our defense is the issue, giving up points, um, even if we let teams mm-hmm. score a few times. I think our biggest issue is when the offense is off. Um, Mm -hmm. I think sometimes Aaron Rodgers can get in his head, especially if he happens to throw an interception that usually messes with him. He puts a lot Mm -hmm. of pressure on himself. And when under pressure, um, he plays very well, but under the pressure of himself, the expectations he holds for himself when he's performing poorly is when he starts to crumble. Um, And what I'm a little worried about is that the Buccaneers have a very aggressive defense and that's what they're known Mm -hmm. for. And that's what got us last time is they were unstoppable. They didn't let us move the ball. And so, what I think we're going to need is first of all, like I said before, I think Aaron Rodgers has to act a little quicker and think on his feet. But what we've been noticing is that the Bucks weakness is in the backfield, right? They love to blitz. Mm-hmm. They love to all rush on the quarterback. So if Aaron Rodgers is able to release early enough and get guys downfield like alan Lazard and DeVonte Adams, if they can break away and Rodgers is quick enough to throw them the ball, I think we will be pretty successful. I think, honestly, if we have a few breakaways, we could get a lot of yards because the backfield is usually so empty. So I think we'll see a lot of slant plays, these guys going straight for the back. Um, But hopefully we can shape up (laughs) and get a few more points on the board this time.
1: I honestly could not have said it any better myself. And I think that's just going to have to attack. I do think quarterback matchup, obviously, extremely high I have a feeling it's going to kind of get head game between the two. And part of me, I wouldn't want to see it because I know it would just stress the hell out of me, but I feel like we could see something similar to uh, the Buccaneer Saints game where it was just back and forth until the very end. and. I don't think I could stand it. I think it would really hurt me Listen, and I think I have
0: said this I've said this before. My favorite games are usually the close games, you know, they're way more fun you don't know what's going to happen. So when it comes to the playoffs and whichever <laughs> team wins goes to the Super Bowl, I would much rather have it be a blowout in this case. Uh, uh, yeah, Packers, please get ahead.
1: Yeah, I think that we really just need to really. I the rep is going to just be a head game game where honestly even to like a little bit of a game of chess I think you have two really intelligent quarterbacks who are vets they've played for a long time and they've seen a lot in Tom Brady in the playoffs he's probably seen anybody else currently in this uh, position and that's scary and I think that they're both both sides are gonna try to get into each other's heads And we're gonna see a really tense and wild matchup. I
0: really, very nervous. Uh, I try to not think too much. I don't even want to say I'm excited. I think I am just straight up
1: nervous. I have been thinking all week. I have tried to think as little about the game as possible. Every time I get like ESPN notifications, I swipe. I like swipe up. I try to ignore them. I don't want to read them because it makes me nervous. And it wasn't until yesterday that I was like, okay, let's think about it. And I time
0: to sit down and look at this.
1: I do know that the Packers so far have been pretty heavily favored, but I don't know if you're the same way or if we have any other fans who are like this too.
0: It doesn't That's make so me happened. feel any better. And like I said, we lost to them <laughs> once before, so we are fully capable of losing to them again. I think, though, Matt LaFleur is a smart guy, and mm-hmm. week six was decently early in the playoffs. I think Matt, um, hopefully he's been looking at the game that the Bucks are running and he's going to be able to counter that. And, I mean, even us, we were able to look and see the weaknesses in the Bucks' game. So I think as long as Rodgers can pull off a great passing game successfully, I will hope to see a decent amount of yards coming from the Packers offense.
1: I mean, and our defense has just seemed so into it, and they've seemed so pumped up. Like I have been seeing so much energy from them, especially when they big stops, which is expected. But they just seem to be really giving it their all. And for me, if we if, again, defense wins championships, yeah. But obviously, if we can get a offense, our offense going, and then have our defense step up and continue to do what they've been doing, I think we're seeing a Packers team that's unstoppable. They to me have been coming off that way and i don't know i am very nervous but i really want to see them pull it off
0: you know i i'm really intrigued because it seems like matt lafleur is pulling out all the stops in order to make this game a success and he made a really interesting decision which is he re-signed an old packers player tremon williams who was mm-hmm. an incredible cornerback in his time um, he has more recently played for the Baltimore Ravens, so I think it'll be really. In- I-, I think it's an interesting choice that Matt Lafleur has gone back and re-signed him, especially because mm-hmm. he had left the Packers before. But Tremont is an incredible player, and it seems like Matt Lafleur is working really hard and really quickly to ensure a successful game.
1: I agree, and you know I had been reading a little bit too about the signing and what were some of the thoughts about it. And whether or not he really ends up playing a lot, it's some a veteran player to have in the locker room and talk about his experience, his playoff experience, and just kind of having some insight on how the Packers have played and what's been successful, what's worked, what hasn't, and how it's been from him, how it's been for him after he's had some time away from the Packers. I think it's a very interesting move and I know when I saw it, we we both were kind of freaking out like, I I was pretty shocked,
0: I think that's, I I don't think it's a bad decision, I'm pretty neutral on it, but I think it was a very interesting decision on the part of Matt LaFleur.
1: I think this really just shows Matt's in it to win. I really think that and I think he's trying to show that he's being really thoughtful about the decisions he's making and the decisions he's making as a head coach. I feel like just consistently, too, he seems so comfortable in these positions, which surprises me that he is like we, it is only our second season with him as a head coach. He doesn't act like it in the slightest. He doesn't act like he's a really young coach who is brand new be, being in this position of being a head coach. He does not like it. He acts like he's been he there years.
0: Confident and bold moves. Um, drafting Jordan Love and now picking up Trevon Williams. He is confident in his decisions, and it seems like the decisions he has made have been working out. I love that the team is listening to him, and I think he provides great insight. I mean, we said it before that it's amazing how just getting a new head coach and having generally the same players made a huge difference in our team's performance. So I will say, though I do not know what will happen, I respect Matt's decision and I'm going to assume it is for the best
1: <laughs> I mean I feel like we just have to at this point point. and trust, he has man. such a passion it's he has such a passion for this team and a deep love for it and I just and keep reminding myself it, that yeah he likes winning oh he Marshall loves to win
0: is a winning machine that man loves winning and I think he is trying his very hardest to ensure that happens. Of course, the Bucks are going to do the same thing. It leads into the Super Bowl. Um, but I'm excited to see what he pulls up, what he's got up his sleeve, you know? He
1: has the attitude of the famous Vince Lombardi quote of winning isn't everything. It's the only thing. The only that, one. to me, feels like it's been his attitude as I Packers head coach. I feel like that coach. could
0: come out of Matt LaFleur's mouth. <laughs>
1: Hear him, I, you know. When he, and I feel like at some point we're gonna hear that quote from him. It's a net. We'll hear him, famous Vince Lombardi, and when we do, we'll we'll make a callback. We'll make a little saying that. But that's just. So very- I really love him.
0: We're very anxious to see what happens on Sunday. Um, We're hoping for the best. We think the Packers have a great chance. And Mm -hmm. with that, we're going to be leaving you guys. Hopefully you're as nervous as us. (laughs) But get ready for the Sunday game, Packers versus the Buccaneers. This was Fudge and Meat. Thank you so much for listening.
1: Thank you, guys.